You know what I really love? What? I love Monsters, Inc. I think it's great. I think it's really good. Um, yeah, with Mike and Sully. Sully. No. Sully. Tully. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Everyone outside. Are we doing it? Is that it? Is that not seriously going to be it? Welcome back. <laughs> I really thought you were going to say no. Is Welcome that going to be it? Welcome back. Is this it? I have a pop filter now. Isn't that fun? <laughs> My name is Sam Dannigan. The man laughing over there is Andrew Thomas. Uh, I apologize. <laughs> Sam, how are you today? I'm fine. How are you? Uh, Yeah, doing fine. Doing fine? Busy. Yeah. I'm Tired. not. I hate it. I'm sorry. It's okay. Stupid immigration laws. Immigrants. We get that job done. I can't high-five that. I'm white. I'm not allowed. But you are an immigrant. Yeah, but I'm... That's what America was founded upon. I'm, like, white. But, it's, like, you're an immigrant. I don't, you were I don't feel comfortable. It. I don't feel comfortable high-fiving that experience. I high-fived your computer. So. <laughs> so, so, so. So. Told I, I have a new thing to play with, and I don't know what to do with it. You do. What are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, are you going to eat a saltine? Okay. No. <laughs> saltine? You are white, aren't you? What do you uh, call them? Cracker. But there are lots of different crackers. That's oh a specific God. kind of cracker. Oh, my. It's a cracker. It's a saltine. Just like a Ritz cracker. Just like... Yeah, but a Ritz cracker is different. It's a Ritz is it, cracker. though? Yeah. Because that's a saltine. White. <laughs> anyway, speaking of white... Tully. Diablo Tully. Cody's and Jason Reitman's. Tully. Tully. <laughs> uh, so we're getting into it? Yes. Alright, cool. Anything I suppose. Doing good? So what did you think? Uh, I liked it. It was a solid movie. I didn't love it. But I liked... I liked bits of it. I did... Uh, spoilers. Yes, there are... Shockingly, in Shockingly Tully, spoilers. Spoilers. Like a few spoilers. Couple spoilers. So, uh, if you haven't seen the movie, uh, I mean, like, if you I got Movie it. Pass. I recommend it. Go you, go see it. It's a, it's a cute, fun time. Yeah, I thought it was fine. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I liked it. Yeah. I'm on the uh, positive side. Like, 7.5 out of 10. Oh, remember, if we do that, it's not oh, so out of 100. <laughs> 78 out of 100. Sure, 78? Yeah. It's a bit arbitrary. Uh, Why is that arbitrary? 78, just do 75. Just do 80. But it's not 80. It's not 75. If we're going on 100, then yeah. I think it's like a, a solid 64. <laughs> I can't remember what you gave other movies, so I can't. All right. Uh, can't make a goof about that one. Can't make a goof. <laughs> goof. Um, but yeah, spoilers. Uh, spoilers for yeah. Tully. Tully. I didn't see the twist coming. You apparently did. Yeah, I, did I not. saw the twist coming. Um, you want to just start with the twist? No, I was just saying oh. <laughs> my general thoughts about the movie. Okay, jeez, I'm sorry. God. Oh my gosh. Clearly it wasn't uh, Brooklyn. I guess it was... Vancouver. Yeah, they shot in Vancouver, which Andrew laughed about. I just thought a lot. that was funny. Most of the time, when you see New York in a movie, like a big movie like this, it's not New York. So the Avengers, it's not New York. No, probably not. 
Although Doctor Strange, for some weird reason, was shot on uh, a mass and F. Woo! Woo! Yeah, so I guess let's just talk. What did you think about it? I thought it was just fine. It was fine? Yeah, I really love the director, Jason Reitman. I really like the direction. Uh, have you seen Up in the Air? No. Men, Women, and Children? No. Uh, Judo? No. Uh, a couple other films. Uh, Young Adult. That's the other. This is kind of the capper of their little trilogy of womanhood. Cool. Yeah, they did Judo first, Diablo Cody, and yeah. uh, Jason Reitman. Then yeah, they yeah. did Young Adult with Charlize Theron. Oh. Oh, that's they, cool. Yeah, and then they turned around and did this. That's cool. Which is very cool. That's nice. Uh, and do you know about Diablo Cody? Do you know her story? No. Well, she was actually a stripper. Oh. And she was writing a movie, and it was about this teenage girl who was pregnant, and it became Juno. Juno. And she turned around and won an Oscar. Oh, that's dope. So, yeah. You can do whatever you want, kids. Do whatever the fuck you want. Uh, that's pretty and, cool. Yeah, it is cool. Wouldn't expect a, a stripper to have written a little indie movie like that. Exactly. But that's dope. Don't judge a book by its cover, Sam. Well, no, it's just surprising. <laughs> that, like, I wouldn't expect a stripper to do that. Doesn't seem like... I don't know. I don't know any strippers. I can't, like... <laughs> See, I know a few strippers. What? Yeah, I, 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 I got a lot of friends. Okay. Anyway, so Tully, welcome back. Uh, let's talk about the real star. Usually I always say the director because I'm a little biased. Uh, but let's talk about the real star in Charlize Theron. She was great. She She's always great. brought it. Yeah. She was really, really good. She was going for that Oscar. She was really nice. I really liked her performance. Like It felt like just real and there. Like it didn't, it didn't feel like a performance. Yeah, it didn't. It was very real. It was yeah. very... There was a lot of layers in just her face, just the way she looked. Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah. I really liked her performance. Were you ever scared for the baby? The part where she was screaming outside the car, and then she went inside, and she had the pacifier. She was like, please take it, please take it. When no. she went into her bag, I was like, she's going to... Smack no, that I baby. was not scared for the baby. I was scared for the baby because the Tully hadn't showed up. I thought Charlie Stair was just gonna just gonna kill a baby. <laughs> kill a baby. I thought that's how the movie was gonna start. The inciting yeah. incident of Tully is she kills her baby, and that's why they get a night. night that's nanny. why they get a night nanny for the dead baby. Yeah. Uh. Ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Um, but. I mean, like, yeah, she, Charlie's there and really great. Have you seen Monster? Mm, no. No. So that's I the movie so. she won the Oscar for. Wow. Almost 15 years ago? Wow. That's great. Whoa. Uh, what? Yeah. She played this woman who was a famous man killer. She killed men and then she went away. It's a very famous movie. Uh, I've heard of it. I've heard of the movie. Wonder Woman. Uh, Patty Jenkins. She directed it. I oh, think cool. it was one of her, if not her first movie. Patty Jenkins is dope. She is very cool. And yeah, Charlize Theron. It's, it's, she's great in a lot of movies, but she hasn't been this, like... I guess she's just great at playing emotionally damaged people. 
Yeah. Because that's her thing. She just plays that like tired. Yeah. Done with a little bit of a smile just to be like, I'm okay. But even underneath that smile, she just has a great. She's a beautiful woman, but she's a great sense, actress. She just has a great face. Just, just like straight up amazing yeah. actress. One of one of the greats. Yeah, she is. She's the female Christian Bell, especially with <laughs> body loss and just like yeah. she did Atomic Blonde and then turned around and did this. Whoa. So that crazy. had to be crazy. I mean it even just like Mad Max. She's so She is in Mad Max. She, yeah. Yeah. I completely forgot she's in Mad Max. <laughs> yeah. She's the best she's, part of Mad Max. Yeah. Wow, I completely forgot. Wow. <laughs> she is in Mad Yeah, but Max. she's like tiny in that. She yeah. looks so frail. Which, I mean, makes sense. Yeah. It's Mad Max. But she's good. Mad Max was so good. We want to just talk about Mad Max? No. Nice job, but boys and girls. No, I want to talk Max about Fury Tully. Road. I want to talk about Tully. Speaking of Tully, let's talk about... Ooh, we should have looked up her name, shouldn't we? Mackenzie something. Mackenzie Davis. I'm going to stick with it. Mackenzie Davis. Mackenzie Davis? I'm going to find out. Wait, no, do I know Mackenzie Davis? I feel like that's someone in my real life. <laughs> yeah, that's someone in my real life. Probably it's Mackenzie something. Like yeah, I know a Mackenzie Davis. Never mind. It's Mackenzie Davis. Is it? Yeah. Then what's the person I know in real life? Alright, never mind. Personal be... life. Personal life. <laughs> she's Canadian. Fuck you. Is she Canadian? Yeah, she's oh, from Vancouver. That. That's dope. Good job. Love you. <laughs> Good job casting. Uh, oh, she went to McGill. McGill is... Uh, it's a, a school in Montreal. In Canada. It's like a good university. What? Tully. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love Mackenzie Davis. What else has she done? Yes. Uh, uh, what most people would probably know her from Black is... Mirror. Black Mirror. San, uh, San Junipero. San Junipero, yeah. Um, one of one of the best episodes. Oh, yeah, she is in Blade Runner. I totally forgot. Who's she in Blade Runner? She's the... She's the... Uh, the woman in the... In the uh, one of the prostitutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, she, yeah, yeah. And she has that really cool part where her, the other... Yeah, yeah. They merge together. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. She's in The Martian, apparently. She is. I know her from The Martian. Every time I see her, I'm like, yeah, The Martian. Because she's in the funniest part of The Martian. I don't remember her in The Martian. It, she's one of the uh, people at the uh, who's talking to Matt Damon. Uh, oh, in yeah. In the control room. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because the, the part where they're like, you have to go into space basically without a, uh, a, thing, yeah. a thing. And then uh, Chuta Ajifor is just like, and he says, are you kidding me? And he's just sitting there. He's like. Do you think he's like, are you kidding me? Or is he more like, are you kidding me? And then she's like, I think it's the first one. Yeah, I think it's the first one, too. I died during that. That was the greatest the one. The Martian's really good. It's really fun. Like Want to talk Martian. about The Martian? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. No. The Martian. Matt Damon and Ridley Scott. The Martian. Yeah, I just see more and more. Yeah, I, I really, I thought this movie was just fine. Those are really the two standouts. When I walked in and I saw Mark Duplass, I was like, Woo! I love Mark Duplass! Togetherness! He's dope. What else is he in? Uh, togetherness. I think we talked about it. I think this might be one of the first movies we talked about. Uh, uh, what's it called? Um, they Came Together? No. Um, 
him and the woman from Mad Men. Now I forgot her name, but she's also in uh, Handmaid's Tale. Mm-hmm. And it's about them going to marriage uh, counseling, and then they find what is it called? Is it called couples therapy? No, it came out in 2014. 2014. What is it called? Wedlock? No. Mercy? No. Tammy? No. Creep? No. The one I love? Yes. The one I love. The one I never heard of this movie. I thought we talked about it. I remember because I know you would love it. You would absolutely love it. Never once even heard of this. It should be on Netflix. Watch it. You would fall deeply in love with it, and you would fall in love with uh, Mark Duplass. He's great. I like him in this. I've seen him in something else. Yeah, he uh, the League probably. Um, You haven't seen the League? Oh, the League's funny. Uh, I watched the first episode. I didn't like it. Really? Yeah. I, I like Nick Kroll. I just don't care about fantasy football at all. Well, it's it's kind of like going back to Rudy. It's like not about fantasy football. Yeah, but at the, just all. The, I just didn't love the first episode. I was like, eh. it's really funny. Okay. Uh, what are those guys like? What are the lead guys? He lied about being at nine eleven. What True story? Yeah, uh, I think he's like a redhead. In the show, Whoa. yeah, he said for the longest time that he was in nine eleven. He was in one of the buildings. He ran out, and he—that's what made him become an actor. What? What and a then, piece of shit! <laughs> and then someone was like, "You were in California when that happened," and then he was just like, huh, "You got me." <laughs> yep. Whoa! What a piece <laughs> of shit person. That's he awful. wanted a story. He felt he. <laughs> That's garbage. That's garbage. So let's talk did about you know, Tully. Did you know I wasn't black? This is all makeup. I just I went. Are you the, in blackface? <coughs> yeah, I'm in we black can't be friends anymore. All the time. I'm gonna cancel the podcast. <laughs> he walks out, ladies and gentlemen. He walks out. Door closes. Goodbye. <clears throat> My plan has worked, ladies and gentlemen. This is the NPR episode of. Welcome back. Just Andrew, only Andrew. So let's talk about the weather. In New York City today, it is a lovely 36 Actually, degrees. Actually, all of my stuff is in here and you should leave. Uh-huh. This is my room. <laughs> <laughs> you, I'm the actually should leave. Yeah. This is the weirdest bit I've ever done for an audio I'm glad, podcast. I'm glad. We're getting into it, Samuel. <laughs> Welcome back. Tully. Thank you. So, oh yeah, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's not Buffalo. A stroke. A stroke? A stroke. I hope I hope you were going to just go past it and then when you were editing you would be like he said stroke. <laughs> I think I'm having a stroke. Anyway, welcome back, Tully. Tully. So, what did you think of the writing? Because I have a few things to say about the writing. What do you have to say about the writing? I, I really, because we did, this was kind of a spur of the moment episode, and usually I don't watch reviews for movies I know we're going to talk about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so maybe this was implanted. I watched a review, and they were like, the dialogue was kind of weird, because everyone kind of talked like everybody. No one really had an identity. So, yeah, that, And I noticed that. Yeah, the pacing of the dialogue was like an issue for me. Mm-hmm. There was like a couple points where it felt like if they were going for a long pause, like an awkward pause, it should have been a bit longer. Uh-huh. But it wasn't. 
Well, is that the writing or is that the no, directing? In it felt like both. Like it felt like there was just like the way the rhythm of the dialogue was working. Like just didn't did it like like really go yeah. along with like the movie. Like the pacing of the movie felt strange to me. My thing was just like, and it's I feel like a hypocrite saying this with Aaron Sorkin being my favorite writer, but every single person had like a little snarky remark and like. It felt like it was from the same brain. It did feel like different personalities, I different. I didn't. I didn't notice that. You, again, I tried not to watch reviews, but yeah. I watched a review for it, and then it it just stuck with me. So that was one thing I noticed with the writing. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about it after. <laughs> no, just I think that like, I mean, it's a writer. So obviously oh, it's going to ri- be like... Oh, okay. I thought you meant for me watching a review. No, it's going to be writing. like their... Style. Their voice and their style and their way of doing things. So yeah, if, if that's their humor, I don't... I don't. Y- yes, but like going back to Aaron Sorkin, everyone's snarky to Aaron Sorkin. Peace, yeah. everyone. But they're snarky in their own personality. And like the newsroom, for example, Jeff Daniels... Snarkiness is different from Dave Patel's snarkiness, okay. which is different from. But they're all snarky. Okay, because that's how he writes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why this one that makes felt more. like every person was kind of. That makes more sense. The same. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, and the directing. Jason Reitman, he's one of my favorite directors. Son of Ivan Reitman, who did Ghostbusters. Who oh, you gonna call? Cool. Yep. Um, Ghostbusters is who I'm. I'm gonna call. Exactly. I ain't afraid of no... I ain't afraid of no ghost. I was doing it. I'm tired. I So am I. This is usually, usually gray days. I'm like, yeah, I love gray days. Living in New York, gray days are horrible. I'm always just like... Oh. I'm fine with it. I don't know, maybe because just open fields in Texas, but like here I'm just like... Oh. It feels like the city's out to get me when it's a gray sky. I feel like all the the buildings are like, it's like a hellfire in no, Hunchback of Notre Dame. How like the <laughs> buildings are all like over him. That's how I feel like walking through New York when it's a gray day. Do you want to talk about the movie though? Yes, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Again, like honestly, I feel like this is one of my issues with the film. Is that you don't? Is that I really am just like, and even like something like I Feel Pretty or Greatest Showman. Yeah. There's stuff I really like in those movies. Um, Believe it or not, I liked Michelle Williams in both those movies. I like Michelle Williams. But here, other than Charlie Theron's performance... And Mackenzie Davis. She was great. Um, and what's his nose? Do we... Do Rob? Rob? Yeah, the husband. One thing that I did like, which Ron, especially uh, nowadays, Livingston. I'm glad the husband wasn't just a bad guy slash an idiot. Yeah. I'm very happy. Yeah, I like that in the writing. Because especially nowadays... Deservedly, but the male character is usually either just he's cheating or he's just an idiot. Yeah, he's a loser. But I liked it was written. It was written real. It was very yeah. It was it was like he, even though it wasn't really explored in the movie, it was like he has his own shit going on. And and I liked that it that like the scene between. Charlize Theron and Mackenzie Davis when they were in the hot tub um and uh Mackenzie Davis was like you love him and she was like yeah I do like I chose the right person yeah 
I thought that was really sweet because it wasn't. I hate the the trope of like marriage as a bad thing. Yeah, like people hate their partners, and I think that's just garbage. Yeah. So I really like that of just like yeah, like they just love each other. Yeah, and this is a tough time for them, and they're dealing with their exactly. stuff, and like, and then at the end, that was a nice um, moment in the hospital. Also, the very ending, the last shot of them making that lunch. was oh, that I was thought so that was sweet. Very sweet. That was so sweet. Um, that I really, I this movie was really sweet. It felt exactly sweet. This thing that that I think made me like the movie as much as I do. I don't love it. I do like it. Is that it felt caring. Okay. The entire movie, like every shot, every close-up, every scene felt like it was handled with care. Yeah. And so it came through in the movie that, like, these actors cared about the words they were saying and they cared about the other person on screen. Yeah. And they cared about, like, the director and the director cared about, like, them and it felt like I mean, I have no idea what the set was like, but it just felt like everyone on set was just, like, making sure everyone else was okay and, like, checking up on everybody. And everyone just, like, felt safe and comfortable and cared for the entire time. I have no idea if that was what it was like, but that's just what it felt like. Every time there was a close-up on, like, uh, Charlize when she was, like, freaking out or something. Yeah. It never felt invasive in that moment. Which sometimes I feel like when someone's having like a breakdown and we like cut really close to them, I feel like I shouldn't be there. Oh, but okay. this But this movie I felt like, I felt like I was there and I was like trying to care for them. Yeah. Which I really liked. I liked getting that feeling from the movie because like a lot of, I don't know, a lot of movies, for me at least, don't necessarily... They're, like, making you feel things, but it's more in, like, the story and and the words and, and the characters and stuff. But, like, not a lot of movies have made me feel something with the way they're telling me the story. Like, in the actual, like, camera placement and it's, lighting. It's the difference between story and storytelling. Yeah. The story to storytelling, yeah. Yeah, like, and I think the last movie that I saw like this that made me feel something and the way it was being told was probably Shape of Water. Yeah. Because it was just, like, handled with this, like... Handled with care. With care. And and it was like, this is how I want to tell this story. Through the lighting, the costumes, like, everything just felt like it was... It was really loved. Mm. And I really liked that. Um, in this movie. Yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you completely. It's just... I told you when we... When we saw it at the end, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna be that guy, and maybe it's the Black Panther effect. But I'm just kind of sick and tired with white people and their white people problems. That's fair, and it's, I completely get that because at first, until that twist happened, a part of me was like, I just like, yeah, there's the one percent, and then there's the thirty percent who could get a night nanny and could afford it, has a rich butter brother who could afford it. The other, you know, 60% of people, they just have to deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> they just have to just hope for the best, for some prey, for some drink, for some smoke, you know. And I was just like, I, like, 
I don't know, like, don't get me wrong, parse, potum, parse, how do you say it? Just uh, Postpartum depression. Postpartum depression, there it is, is a real thing if you're listening and you're pregnant. Thank you for listening to us. Hey, thank you. But also, if you need help, just make sure you talk to someone. It's not, you're not weak, you're not anything like that. No. Go, go talk to them. But I don't, in this way, like, she kept, like, complaining. I was just like, I don't know. We, I know if you don't mind me disclosing this, uh, we mm-hmm. both had uh, divorced parents. Yeah. And grew up with our moms. Yeah. I don't, I just, I, I don't know. I just really, when she was this, like, I don't know, trapped, I'm like, man, I was like, man, how did my mother feel? But also, like, I don't know, my mother, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I don't know what you're trying trying to say say. either, which is why I'm just sitting here quietly. Just looking at me. (laughs) Just caring for you. Just caring. Yeah, just being a good podcast partner. (laughs) But I just, I don't know, the way the character was written. Yeah. I was just like, I don't, like, she, you know, yeah, she was pregnant. She can't afford three children. That's the, you know. Especially if they have to hire the aid for. Exactly. Uh, that was the hand she was dealt, but I was just like, I don't know, you could have been way worse off. Not saying you can't have problems. Yeah, I think, but like, I, I don't know. I that don't, was that was just my thing. I'm just like, I get it, but like, you could have like, if anything, thank God your brother's rich. Think like, yeah, but I take think that I think that I think that good. I think that it's it's negative to. Like make that an issue with the movie. Like if that if that's like a personal like you're just like I just think that there but, are there are these problems like that's fine. I think that like I don't necessarily want to take that out on the movie. Here, but here's where I do with the overarching message of the movie. It because if it was like everybody needs help, everybody needs you know someone to lean on. Yeah. But it didn't feel like that was the message of the movie. It was kind of just like the message of the movie is like. Don't let your, you know, your teenage angst, don't let the part of you that wanted to have fun, that part of you that was innocent, quote-unquote, don't let that part of you go. Which, if the overarching story of the movie was, everyone needs help, everybody needs a co-pilot, you know, I would be like, okay, cool, I understand that entire... I think it was that. Do you? I, I didn't feel that. I think it was with the with the moment with them in the hospital and the moment with them making food at the end, the very end. Uh-huh. With that being how it wrapped up, that's what I think the the message of the movie was trying to be. It might not be your interpretation exactly. of it. Art is open to interpretation and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um but that's that's how I felt that was trying to do uh, especially with like the I love us bit and then yeah seeing him like come and, and then listening to music as they as they make lunch like I was just like I think that's what the the overall message was because uh, they had like yeah he like goes to work he comes home like he does all the homework stuff mm-hmm. we eat and then he goes and like plays video games and then he falls asleep Two things. Sorry if you hear the chirping birds behind us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even notice. Other thing. I just wish... Because I would fall into that more if we focused... 
on the husband more. Not like so, like it has to be half of his movie, yeah. but just a little bit more. See what his day to day life is. See what his job is. Yeah, see. I would have liked to have like a scene. Because then that moment where he says, him. "You know, I love us," I felt like would have hit more. Yeah, opposed to we see Charlie's there and she's taking care of the kids. For the most part, you're just like you just go upstairs and play video games. Yeah. If we saw his struggle at work, if we saw again, not a full half no, no, no. of the movie, just one a scene, little one scene of just like his day, yeah, and then him coming home. Like we, if yeah. we just follow him through the day, like he gets up and and we see him like, um, like say hi to his kids and eat breakfast and then go off uh-huh. to work and and do all that stuff. I think that, I think that would have been. Nice. I think that would have added added to the story. And that's of everything. Yeah. And also with going harsh segue to Tully, I just again I again maybe this is my artsy farty brain. If we knew as the audience she wasn't real and Charlie Stared was kind of on this weird like I know you're not real. I felt like that would have resonated more because that could it, have been kind of interesting. Because with the mermaid uh, significance, yeah, I like the mermaid stuff. Because uh, you told me you you know what mermaids represent, right? Or like why mermaids exist? I should say. Oh, sailors. Exactly. Um, yeah, sailor stuff. I can't remember the exact story. sailors. Sailor stuff. That's sailor the, stuff. You that's know the tail of the mermaid. I think your camera's off. Is it? Fudge. It was just, you know, uh, with sailors, whatever, they didn't have food, whatever they didn't have. Uh, when they were, they were shipwrecked, they would see a mermaid, and they would bring aid and save them, yeah. basically. So, yeah, I get it. DiCablo. Cody. That's not her name. DiCablo? <laughs> DiCablo. That's her uh, pet name to herself. What are they called? Like, Bragelita? They're pet names, right? Or couple names. Couple names. There's a word for it, like Bragelita. Yeah, I think just a couple name. Just a couple name. Yeah, that's hers. Uh, with herself. Yeah, with herself. De Cablo. De Cablo. That's awful. <laughs> we have our, we have our title, De Cablo. No, we don't. <laughs> no, we don't. Oh, lovely. Anyway, I understand that's what told, but I just feel like. Because also with the realization that Tully's not real, it's like, oh, she helped herself. Like, she brought herself, you Mm -hmm. know, which I like. I like that uh, message. But I feel like if we knew the entire time she wasn't real, I feel like that would have been more interesting for the storytelling. I feel like that would be a more dynamic role for Charlize Theron to play. I don't know. I'm not the writer. I'm not the director. No. This is the movie that came out, and it was a it was a fine movie. Yeah, I think it was solid. I'm excited. I I'm looking forward to like hearing what other people think about it. Yeah, like my friends if they go uh-huh. see it, you know. For sure. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the stuff? The stuff. Yeah. Let's talk about uh the stuff. So um, so we're recording this on. Mother's Day. Yes, Happy Which Mother's why Day. Why we're doing to everyone out there a Tully episode. Yes. Uh, 
And so we thought our question of the day. I love sure. that. We need this. The question. The of question the day. of the day is about being a parent. Yes. Now. I don't know what the uh, actual disclaimer. Question is. We're not parents. We're not parents. We're nowhere close, I hope. I'm definitely not. <laughs> um, uh, hi, Mommy. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely um, not. Um, yeah, so. Like, I think yeah, we're, not well, parents. we're not parents. Uh, we have no idea what it's like to be a mother, and we're never going to know what it's like to be a mother. Yes. Uh, but we're going to talk about are, I don't know because this seeing her like day to day with a with a with her child with her newborn, I don't know. It was very like it was rough. It was rough, exactly. It was, it was rough very stuff. rough. I don't know that type of stuff. That entire because again, it's ingrained in our culture of just like you need to get married, you need to have a husband and wife, you need to have children, and then they yeah. need to. I don't like do it. well in society. So you know that's always the what we're gonna say. Sorry. I just I, I I I'm glad that like socially we're sort of moving away from that. Uh huh. That sort of like nuclear family bullshit. That could have been the name of the podcast, the nuclear New- family. And that's already a sketch group. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah, they don't do anything anymore. Oh really? But it was a sketch group. I've been trying on, to think of on the, YouTube. Uh, of a production name. Uh, this is not I, podcast talk. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I literally forgot the microphones were here. I seriously, I thought we were just talking. No. But yeah, professional. I think like I'm. I think I'm. Hello. I'm happy that socially we're moving away from that sort of nuclear family paradigm. Yeah. Um. But I I still have this like internal. Not internal. Well, internal, because it's in my head, and I don't talk to other people about it. So it is an entirely <laughs> internal struggle of, like, do I want to, like, have a family? Uh-huh. And, like, part of me is like, yeah, I want to have, like, a wife and two kids and all that stuff and blah, blah, blah. But then, like, I see something like this, and I'm just like, it's so much work. Yeah. And, like, with... Being like an artist, that's hard. That like gets even harder because it's like unless you're at a point where you're fairly stable, you can't. Like I can't yeah. have a family at that point. Like unless I'm like, yeah, I like have a job. You know. Yeah. Like it's hard. It's hard to do stuff. It's yeah, and it so really- it's just like this struggle. Of like, where do I want uh-huh. my life to go? I guess. And it is, it's weird, because I have friends who are now parents, and, uh, I don't know, some of my friends are kind of like, oh, I can't believe that they threw their lives away, and I'm like, don't say that. That's yeah, don't say that, that's bullshit. <laughs> that's, well, <laughs> I don't, in this movie, it's kind of like, it really does show that, you know, part-time, part-time parenting isn't a thing. Yeah. It's really, you All are... or nothing. Exactly. Which... I guess now I get what, you know, without the meanness, what our friends were trying to say about the parents is that, like, if you wanted to be, you know, a doctor, a artist, yeah. a lawyer, where you need to focus 100% on that, 
It's hard. And you have a child. Yeah, it's not impossible, but it's really, it's really hard. Really, Unless you're really at like hard. A, a point where you don't need to be constantly working and you can like take the time off to like be with your family and, yeah. and all that stuff. But like if you're a doctor or a lawyer, when do you get that? Mm-hmm. Like when do you get that? You always have to be doing stuff. Exactly. And yeah, that part with the baby is just really... And I know it mainly focuses on the mother, but hopefully, if, when, whenever, I'm a father, yeah. I hope I can do that. But again, it's still daunting. And yeah, especially it's, the... It's a lot. F- the type of work I want to do where I could be away for... Months. Months. Yeah. Uh, if I would have hit a Peter Jackson for years. Yeah. It's really, it's really daunting. It's really scary looking at that. And yeah. It's, it's a you, lot. And you really have to commend parents. Just, I know it's Mother's Day, but it's like for just. Commend parents. Yeah, exactly. If you are like, doing, have children, you're doing good with your children. If you're not being a piece of shit. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's really, it's really amazing. It's, it's really, yeah, I just think about it and it's crazy. It's, uh, yeah, I think about that, that a lot of like, that balance of like, I could be gone, like if I, I could be gone for months. Yeah. And, and even just like having any semblance of, of that sort of life is like crazy. Yeah. Of like, yeah, I have a wife and we have like a son and I just disappear for three months sometimes. Like, that's so much. Especially because, like, knowing my type of, of lady, they're also probably going to be an artist. Yeah. So. Trying to steer clear from that. So in that's my life. Difficult. That's my thing, because that's the world I'm in. Yeah. But it's just very, like. Because, again, it's weird, because I understand completely people who. If their significant other went to the army or went away, and they're like, I don't want that. I, yeah. I want someone who, if I need to go, they can follow me, their work can follow me, slash, they're here, they're stable. Yeah. They're coming home every it's, every day at six. Yeah, it's kind of... And, yeah, it's just with it, it really, because that's another kind of issue sort of issue that I have with the movie it kind of does feel like she's like so what did you want to do she was like uh, you know my English lit uh, degree did exactly. yeah I didn't like that moment of that scene I thought they I felt like they should have exactly either cut it yeah or delve into it more yeah of like what do you want to, like cause it, why can't she just be happy as a human resource person exactly it's I also I don't like that trope either Really? The, of, like, you have to hate your job? Like, everyone hates their job? I mean, like, but... Kind of thing. Most people do. I know, but I just don't... I feel like that's more relatable than a truth. I think it's... I, but it's just, like, in everything. Like, everyone's just like, yeah, I fucking hate work. You know? Work sucks. Like, I know. <laughs> don't tempt me. Um, Like, so I, I... I guess that's a personal philosophy. I think you should like what you do. Uh-huh. And, and, but then there's like, there are people. Exactly. Most people, like, don't what care. they're doing for their means, don't, that's not what they were planning to do. Yeah. Most people. Yeah. And I think, I mean, someone, I think I've said this before on this podcast. 
there are like the people who oh, work yes, to live yeah, and live to work. Uh-huh. I think that's entirely fair. I just don't like the. I don't know. In a story like this, I don't. Yeah, in a story like this, I don't think it added anything for her to like. That's my not thing. Like her job, I was like, why does this matter? I feel, but I, to me again, because again, they're the I really forgot her name. Uh, Diablo Cody. Diablo Cody and Jason Reitman. They're smart people, so I feel like. I don't feel like any line, any shot is just taken for granted. Yeah. I feel like that line, again, ARP is inter- interpreted in different ways. Yeah. But it's supposed to be like when you have kids, again, that your hopes and goals kind of disappear put on the back burner. Which it's like, I don't know. I know it might be an anomaly, but parent to do, you know, raise children and then turn around and go to school yeah. and then get a degree. And yeah, I, I guess that's why your problem with that trope is yeah. just like, you know, you put yourself in a situation you can get out or yeah, stay like you, in, you yeah. always, I think you always have the ability exactly. to do the something. Ability. Like even if, even if, even if like growing up you're like, oh, I just want to be like an actor or a comedian or whatever, and then you end up working. And that just doesn't doesn't work out for you. You're just you change your mind or yeah. or whatever, and it's still like one of those like dreams that you have. I think that like you can always find a job that's like related. Like you can always try and uh-huh. work at a job that's like stable. Like if you if you are like oh I've always wanted to be like in a touring band or something, yeah. and that just doesn't work out for you. Whatever. There are still ways to like find stable jobs that that don't have the risk of like oh I'm not going to make it like my band's not going to get noticed all that stuff yeah that are related to that industry that are related to the thing that you like uh-huh. so I don't see like what the point is in in I think this is just personal philosophy I don't think what I don't see the point in like of just working at some random office that you hate instead of like at least trying to work in an office that's like related to the thing that you want to work in. Yeah. Like if, if you wanted to be a writer so bad, but just couldn't really get going, blah, blah, blah. Work in like a a publishing company. Like there are things you can do that get you closer to that thing that you love. I think, I think of course, yes, you need to eat. Yeah. You need to eat. I need to do all that stuff. Get your work. Yeah. But I think, just that trope of like being stuck in a dead end job is like I get that you can always fucking figure it out <laughs> get a little place in Harlem and just figure it out sorry we're not doing our Hamilton episode yet but I just I I if really felt with that line of like she might have been a writer she might have wanted to be a writer or yeah. a professor yeah and it was just like well then we had kids it's like and okay so, and yeah exactly that's how I kind of felt and with and her the way her marriage felt, the way her relationship with her and her brother, and the way she felt with herself, yeah. I felt like, oh, like it's not like you did it. You were like, well, you know, it's this. It felt like you're the type of person to be like, okay, let me try to figure it out. Let me yeah. try. And maybe I mean, you she know, had that. Maybe that's she, Tully too. There was that line of of like, uh, I've never really had anybody do anything for me. When when she said that, I was like. 
that also felt weird yeah. when she said the thing of like, oh, I have my English lit degree, blah, blah. It's like, well, if you've never had anyone do anything for you, you are very, like... Self, self, self-efficient. Yeah, self yeah. Uh, You have all the agency in the world and you can figure your shit out. So, like, why not do something related to your English lit degree? Like, if you want to do English lit, if you want to be a professor, if you want to write stuff, like... Yeah. She felt like the kind of yeah. She felt like the kind of person who should be able to do that and also have a child, or two or three, or three, and and also like they didn't paint the picture of the husband being a deficient parent, like he yeah. wasn't doing anything. Uh huh. It was just that one line at the end where she was like, "And leave the kids alone." Weren't you at home? Yeah, yeah. That was the only thing that really. Was that was like, the only time, but I, but I think that was more of like a. Even that line was like, oh, she's been doing all this stuff. Yeah. Because she said, like, yeah, no one's ever really helped me before. So I think, like, I don't know. Am I talking to you not to liking this movie? No, I still like this movie. Okay. I've done that before and I feel bad every time. Not to you, just to people. No, I still like the movie. I just, I'm agreeing with what you're saying. And I'm just thinking about the, the... future i guess oh so you're getting existential <laughs> yeah but talking about the movie it's my same speaking of shape of water it's my same problem with shape of water i wish they did build up the fish man as they did with the husband i wish because oh, it, i like the mysterious fish man oh i would wish they built up that fish man so much i wouldn't have minded like maybe one or two things but like i was fine with the mysterious yeah fish one or two boy. things again not an entire subplot yeah. just more and same thing with here, not an entire subplot. Maybe just with her, with that. I love that uh, scene where she's doing the diaper, she's cradling yeah. the baby, she wakes up. If just like one time you follow him, he's yeah. at work, his boss yells at him, he goes home, he's tired, he's stuck in traffic, yeah. he goes up, he's just like, I just want to play a video. Again, we both, we're, I can say we're both homebodies, right? Yeah. You know, we, I, we, I know we both understand that, like, I just want to. I just want to watch. I, I want to watch Thor home. Ragnarok and just sit <laughs> and yeah. just not eat, not and just sit and look. Yeah. So like again, and maybe it's because I relate to that, but I just wish we saw that more. Just one scene, I would have been happy. With again, it. again, this is. Uh, I wish I remembered her character's name, but this is Charlie Stern's movie. But just Margo. one, Margo. That's it. Yeah, it is Margo. Yeah, it's her movie. Uh. But just a little, just subtext. Yeah, I think with the I think with I the way the movie, really... I think with the way the movie ends, that that scene would have helped it. Yeah, and, and with maybe, them both and cutting, who knows, it maybe it's helped. maybe it's on the cutting room floor again. Maybe what if the pacing was weird? Yeah. yeah, and they were just like, ah, it's just not working. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Because it felt like that should be there. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not crazy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Parenting. I, parenting is crazy, man. Yeah, and especially with you know, I was uh, the the her son. What's Jason? Joshua. Joshua. It was a Jojo. J. It was a J name. That's for sure. Jonah. 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 Yeah, jo- with. I, I really like that because I feel I don't I like that like dynamic that wasn't just her and some kids 
Because I feel like most movies would do that. It's, you know, the girl is starting to develop, you know, into womanhood. And, uh... Sorry. Is J.K. Simmons in this movie? No. What? I thought he was his muse. In every Jason Reitman movie, J.K. Simmons is... I'm sorry, this is complete... Uh, <laughs> that took a left turn. Yes. So in my in Andrew's head, if you want to go to that spaghetti bowl, uh, I was like, yeah, the woman, uh, her daughter is growing into womanhood. In my head, I was like, maybe she'll become Juno. And I was like, but her parents are different. And Juno, J.K. Simmons is Juno's dad. Uh, and I was like, wait, J.K. Simmons is in every Jason Reitman movie. Okay. Was he in this movie? No. What? It could have been the teacher who was like, do the tree. JK, what are you doing? What an Oscar. You think she's so big for your britches? Probably busy with uh, Justice League shit. <sighs> Probably working out. Probably just putting a coat over it. Fucking getting so old. a coat over But yeah. Ready with... for fucking badass uh, Detective Gordon. Uh, 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 Commissioner Gordon. Commissioner, excuse you. Right. Welcome back. Her children. I'm ready for like a. Batman's on the ground and then that mustache is <laughs> and the wind. You mess with the wrong kid. <laughs> I'm ready for it. Welcome back, her Batman. children. Most Batman. movies. Batman Earth One? Yeah. What? Batman Earth One, Commissioner Gordon like shoots a dude out of a window with a shotgun. Yes, that is. Yeah. No, that's year one. Year one. That's year that's one. That's what it is. That's where it's the first year of Batman is yeah. all through. But Commissioner Gordon's, Gordon's like a exactly. fucking boss. He is. It's We're great. Fucking nerds. <laughs> read. No, read. Uh, looking at oh, I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> read. <laughs> read comic books. Read Batman Year One. It's really good. Anyway, her children. Yes. I liked how it was just like, here's a bunch of kids. They're bad sometimes, they're good sometimes. You know, they're kids, yeah. they don't matter. They had layers. Girl. Was growing up to be a woman, and her son was, you know, I think autistic. Autistic, what almost. For. What was that? I think they were going for it. He was autistic. Yes, and I don't. I really like that, and I really because again, I feel like most movies would just be like, yeah, they're kids. Who cares? Yeah, and I liked how they had depth and yeah. kind of the writing I, specific. Yeah, yeah, I commend the writing for the way they handle the characters. Yeah, a lot of this. movies. Watching this, a lot of movies aren't specific anymore. Yeah. A lot of movies are just kind of general. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's one good, really good thing about this. It's very specific. It's really specific. I really like that. Do you have anything yeah. else you want to say about the movie? Uh, I like Charlize Theron. That was... She's also <laughs> very pretty. Okay. She's a very beautiful uh, South African uh, woman. She's great. Mackenzie Davis. I love she's you. She's cool. I'm in love. She's so talented. Also, she's yeah. so great. I'm also like every time I see her in something, I'm like, oh, I'm so happy she's in a thing. Like every time. Have you seen What If? No. Uh, she's in that. She's. I'll check it she's out. She's good. Um, I just what, really like. I really liked her in Black Mirror. I really like her in Blade Runner. I really like her in this. Oh, you don't like real girls? Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. One thing, and I'm getting sick and tired of this trope, and it's with men, and it's with women. It's mainly with women, but the, oh, so you know, I know I'm not attractive. I know I'm ugly. Oh, he was probably just looking at you. And it's like, you're Charlie's Theron. Yeah. He wasn't 
Stop. He was looking at the both Stop. of you. <laughs> yeah. I was, I, I was just like, oh, he was just probably looking at you. You're sure? No, come on. Either either do makeup, cast another person, or just cut that line because yeah. you're gorgeous. Yeah. I don't know. It frustrates me. No, I get it. And it's with men and women. Yes, it's 95% with women. Yes. 110%. But sometimes a man's like, yeah, you know, sometimes I I wake up and I'm ugly. I'm like, you're Ryan Reynolds. Get out of here. <laughs> you have more abs than anyone I know. You married Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. I don't have any other thoughts. I I recommend the movie. So Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't deter anyone from seeing it. No, if someone's like, oh, I think like, I'm going to go see Telly, I'd be like, yeah, it's a good yeah. time. I, I really just appreciate that it's caring. And I do, with you saying that, it does feel like the movie almost, especially when Tully comes in, the movie's kind of like, sit back, relax, we got you. It's, yeah. It's very cradling, very... Yeah. And even the colors of the movie change. Yeah. The, like, yeah. The, the I really atmosphere. I really appreciated that, because a lot of movies are just kind of like, here you go. Yeah, but a lot of movies just telegraph what happened. Not, not a lot of movies like. Yeah, and I really again that's Jason Reitman for you. That's doing, Juno doing up great. in the air. Yeah, doing great. I love him. He's great. Uh, my name is Sam Bannigan, and I am Andrew Thomas. You can find me at Sam Bannigan on all the things, and I'm at Andrew Thomas. Or I think Ann that's Thomas. your Twitter. Or your Instagram. I'm at. They're some, different. Just, just. Let's email them. Email me uh, once again. Happy Mother's Day. I know this is coming out on Monday, and yesterday was Mother's Day, but still, every yeah. day should be Mother's Day. Celebrate your yeah. mother. Celebrate your mom. Uh, you know, she, you can find, she did a lot for you. She did. She birthed you. She pushed you she out. She created you from a sperm and an egg, and now you are some 20-year-old dick butt <laughs> who is not calling your mom. Go call your mom. I called my mom. I'm calling her right after we're done. <laughs> I spoke to my mom. I'm talking to my mom right now. Hi. How are you? Hi, hi, mom. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can find the podcast at Welcome Back Pod uh, on everything. It means a lot if you drop us a review on yes, iTunes and sure. Google Play. Uh, if you just like tweet at us, tweet about us, tell your friends. If you send the a thing. review, I promise. I don't use Twitter like at all. I will tweet you. Andrew will tweet at you, which if, I guess is a fun thing. Yeah, I'll just be like, yo, what's a, I'll tweet you a picture of a... Uh, Andrew, I think, has liked Mickey a total Mouse. of one of my tweets. What was that? I think you have liked a total of one of my tweets. I, and it was my interaction with Justin. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'll tweet you. I'll tweet you a picture of, uh, of uh, my hand. Because why not? It's a little weird. Is it weird? I think it's so. It's my hand. What's weird about but it? But why? Why my hand? Yeah. It's better my foot. Is it? It's better than my foot. Yeah. Is it better than your foot? Fine. I'll send you a picture of my foot No, as I'm well. just curious. Like, what if the person's like, I want to see, like, your elbow. Sure. You know what? Other than anything that I can show if on Twitter. If you tweet at Andrew. <laughs> anything that I can show on Twitter. Asking for a specific body part. Other. It, you, like, you can't say, like, face. Or, or chest. Like. Or Say penis. like or penis <laughs> or penis or butt or butthole. But Actually, if- butthole's fine. <laughs> my butthole's fine, but my butt out. No. <laughs> if you tweet him asking for a specific body part, like forehead, left eyebrow, he will tweet you a picture 
of that body part. Yes. And then you can build your own <laughs> Andrew. You're my own Andrew Frankenstein. <laughs> and you always have to take them at like different distances so that if someone puts them together, they never quite line up properly. I love that. That picture is how I'm going to leave you. Thank you for listening to the podcast. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you. Happy Mother's Day. Hey, <laughs>